0: You know, one of the things in my Christian walk that has always been hard for me is reading my Bible. I've always wanted to be one of those people who, you know, was able to study the Bible in a way that really makes it come alive and was able to just get these epiphanies from God all the time when I open my Bible. But the reality was that wasn't the case for me for a long time and Growing up in the church, I I honestly felt a lot of shame around it. I felt like I should know how to read the Bible by now. I should know how to do this. This should be fun and exciting. I wanted it to be fun and exciting, but that just wasn't what was happening. And It wasn't until recently, in the last few years of my life, that I really began to um, just relearn kind of how to study the Bible, and and I wanted to bring a friend on. Uh, to talk with you today uh, about how she studies the Bible and how she is able to make it just come alive Um, and make it feel like it really is the living, breathing Word of God, because it is. Uh, My friend Jennifer is here with us. Uh, She's a Bible teacher. She is a speaker, a writer, an author. She writes devotionals and Bible studies, and she's just a really amazing woman of God, and I love the way that she interprets Scripture, and so she's breaking down with us today how to interpret Scripture in her words, word by word, verse by verse. So I encourage you, if you can relate to feeling like, you know, reading your Bible is a chore, it's something you check off your list, and it's not really something that you're excited about, that's okay. But I want to encourage you, lean in today, take notes on what Jennifer has to say, because if you do, I promise you'll leave better. Hey, I'm Jenna, and you're listening to the Joy Filled Podcast, where our aim is to encourage and equip you to live fully surrendered and full of joy as you walk out your God given mission. Grab your coffee and let's live
1: joy filled.
0: Jennifer, welcome to the show.
1: So happy to be here. So, so happy.
0: So, tell us a little bit about you. Tell us who you are, what you do, um, what makes you you.
1: Yeah, so I am, uh, I live in Denver, Colorado, just outside of Denver. Um, I was actually born in Italy. My mom was born and raised in Italy, and so grew up for most of my life in South Florida. And now, our family, uh, my husband and my two kiddos, we live um, just outside of Denver, and we've been here for Wow. <laughs> like almost 11 years, which is, wow. is crazy to me. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so over the last um, I guess decade or so, I have been writing and speaking and teaching as uh, a Bible. And I am also the founder of the hashtag that I created, which is live, seek, stand. Um, yeah. And so I have, um, as I mentioned, so I have two kiddos. My son is and he has special needs so we have been walking through uh the journey of infertility uh Mm -hmm. over the last um yeah 10 years and we had him at 23 weeks and so I feel like throughout that process of just walking through um just that story of infertility and uh having our son at 23 weeks Mm -hmm. and just being faced with all that that entails um and then having our daughter a few years later um I have just been in this relentless pursuit of Jesus. Uh-huh. Uh, I just, you know, it honestly, I just found myself in a place. I remember one day I was sitting in, in the hospital room with him and um, really from the get go uh, of just, you know, after we moved to Colorado, just really truly grasping the, the, the fact that no matter what we had to trust that Jesus yeah. was enough, that he was going to be enough, that he was going to carry us. And, um, and so I've really just been on this personal trek, journey mission of just, just exalting him. Right. Mm-hmm. I just want to, I, I just have this fire in my heart for yeah. women to just know him and to yeah. just keep pursuing him. Uh, I think it can just be so easy for us to, you know, have the, have it be almost like a a checklist, right. Or something Mm -hmm, that we have to do. And so he's just really shifted my perspective. And then just having this eternal vision of, you know, we, we get to seek the Mm -hmm. father in every single thing that we're walking through, whether it's, you know, you're walking through singleness or you're walking through, um, just, you know, a, a traumatic situation or you're walking, through just your regular day in and day out, you know, mundane, um, things in life. And so for me to be able to, no matter what, just, just really proclaim that like God is good. And he is, he is with us every single step of the way. Um, and then in doing that, it's just been just for me to be able to just ignite like these gospel fires. Right. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like as we just live seek and stand in Christ we then get to we get to share the good news right we get to tell of of who he is and what he's doing in our lives and um and and I think that just makes us just really like dive like mm-hmm. deeper and deeper and deeper in, in our walk with him and so that has just been just something that I have spent a lot of time writing and speaking and teaching mm-hmm. about um and yeah so that just a little little snippet, and um, really, as I said, I mean, my heart is to to just equip and yeah. to just edify women, and I want to like I want to press in together, right? Like God is with us, and there is so much power in just the everyday encounter that we can have with Him, and the Bible has just um, it's just been there's so much to it and so i think it can be easy for us sometimes to um get intimidated by it and what i have just found is you know a- as much as we can to just go to him and mm-hmm. just watch just watch him yep. um you know there there have been seasons in my life where where he felt far away or where i haven't mm-hmm. heard him yeah. or and and i think when we open up our bibles and we and we like just sit in prayer he really, we, we really get to experience like he's right here and his word comes yep. alive. And so just to be able to, um, you know, teach women, like this is how we can really encounter, right. We can encounter mm-hmm. the knowledge and the fullness of who he is. And so, um, that's kind of just been my heartbeat for, yeah. um, a really long time now. So.
0: Yeah. I love that. I love your passion and I love, um, I align with so many of the things that you just said, and I find myself feeling the same way. Like a lot of times it, it can be easy or it can be more culturally acceptable to kind of put our relationship with you, with Jesus in a box, like, and, mm-hmm. and keep all these things separate, you know, keep, this is my work. This is my family. This is my friends. This is my Jesus box, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was, I've, you know, have these conversations over and over again with friends of like, I'm not trying to sound, you know, I'm, I'm not trying to sound like religious or, or trying to push something down your throat, but like, how could I not share with you what mm-hmm. he has done? Like, mm-hmm. like, I feel like those old like church songs of like, that are just, you know, like he's taken me out of, the Myri clay, like, how could I not, you know? And so I Mm -hmm. love that, that that is your heart of like, it just is this place of, how could I not share? How could I not tell you? How could I keep this to myself? And that's how I find myself like, I just want you to get it. I just want women to get it and get this, what this relationship with Jesus is and what it means. And that it's not this checklist or these expectations. And, you know, it's so there's on social media right now, I feel like there's so many people that are either super grace or super law. And I'm like, it's and both and all and his love Mm -hmm. really is sufficient and it's enough. And, and so that's why I wanted to bring you on here today, because I loved what you mentioned about um, it's not a checklist. And sometimes we feel like it's a checklist and we feel like, and and we've been mm-hmm. preached to, you know, if you've been in church for any amount of time, or if you've grown up in church, like we both have grown up, you know, hearing the same things of like, I remember hearing in youth group, it's like, okay, if you want a good relationship with Jesus, here's what you need to do. You need to read your Bible. You need to pray and you need to, you know, X, Y, Z, which is true because we can't have a relationship with Jesus if we don't know him. But I love the way that you take the Bible and you interpret it. And I love the way that I can, t- I can tell in your, in your writing that you really have gotten a grasp and gotten a good understanding of how to study the Bible in a way that truly makes it come alive to us. And, mm-hmm. and I would love to just have a conversation about that. Cause I think one of the conversations that I have in DMs on Instagram so often with people is like, I feel far from God and I don't know how, like, I, I, I want this joy that you're talking about. I want this peace that you're talking about. You know, I want this fill in the blank, but I, I don't know how to get there
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it can feel like a surface level answer to be like, Oh, read your Bible. that's like, okay, give me more, please, is how I felt in my life at times. Like like I'm sitting there as a teenager in youth group. I'm going, okay, you're telling me to read my Bible. Um, How? (laughs) And so I think there's so many women who feel lost when we open up our Bible and we expect like this, this, you know, this big moment to happen where it's like God himself we see him in the pages. And that's not always what happens when we open up our Bible. You know, you hear about people like, I opened up my Bible and it just jumped out at me. And that doesn't always happen to me. (laughs) And so I'm like, and I think that I'm not the only one that feels that way. It does sometimes, but I would love to just have a conversation about even when, you know, it's not this like glorious moment, how how can we study the Bible in a way that does make it come alive to us and make it true to us yeah. and, and just make it
1: real to us? Yeah. Okay, so I have lots of thoughts. Um, <laughs> okay, so first I will say this. So I think especially in our world and I, I think just, you know, culture would say, um, you know, it's, it's very easy. We live in a world that is very quick fix. I, you know, whatever self help you're going to try and get, grab it off the shelf. Yep. Whatever, do it, apply it, whatever. Yeah. But here's here here's the big thing that honestly has just um just really transformed my perspective, and that is that it is when we are when we are coming to to the Bible and we are coming to the Lord and we are are just really coming with a posture of just being yielded. Um, what is in fact going to sustain us, right? So what is truly going to sustain us? There are so many things out there that are like, here, this is a quick fix or this is yeah. this and this will help you, you know, in five minutes. And we see all uh-huh. these, you know, there's different blog posts, it's like top five, this, and look, some of those things are great, right? Like top five things that can help with, you know, X, Y, Z. Yeah. Some of those things are great. But I over the last um, few years just really just pressed into this, this, this truth of what is actually going to sustain mm-hmm. me. And I ha- really, I just kind of had this moment with the Lord of the only thing that's truly going to sustain me is h- him, right? right that's that right. actually what's going to sustain me. And so understand that when we approach him, when we approach the Bible, that just as much as we are relentlessly seeking him, he is seeking us right? Yeah, he, is, so he is like craving us, like he, yeah. he wants all of us. And so I think it starts with having this posture of here I am, Lord. And when we open up our Bibles, understanding that the Bible, um, you know, for a while, I did not go to seminary, right? So for me, this has been just a, a, a walk with the Lord mm-hmm. that he and I have been having. And um, just really learning who he is. And Mm -hmm. so what I have done is instead of approaching the Bible as, let me open it up and let me see, I'm going through this, this, and this today. What can I find in the Bible that's Mm -hmm. going to fix this? Mm No, 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 (laughs) no, no. Because that right there, when, what we have to do is, is we shift and we, and we say, how can I know more of who he yeah. is? Because when we know we we he tells us we are image bearers, and so when we bear his image, when we know who he is, mm-hmm. that starts to just come and just seep through, and that gets to just penetrate penetrate through all the areas of our lives, right? And so, and so we 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 dismantle that box, right? We say, right. Absolutely not, Christ. You are not gonna just sit in a box, you mm-hmm. are going to have your way in all areas of our lives, and so when we approach scripture and we approach the Bible as as what it is, right? Active living word of God, and we and we seek Him in it. We're not seeking for this quick fix of what verse is going to apply to exactly what I'm walking through. But what I will say is you absolutely will be transformed when you open up and you might not have this crazy, you know, thing that's like, ah, I just learned this or that might not happen. You know, if you sit down for ten minutes. But mm-hmm. what I can say is, it's this like constant day in and yes. day out of, and, and like sometimes honestly, and, and we'll look at like just one short little verse here in a little bit of sometimes like you know we want to rush through things, and so what I've learned yeah. is just really just we have to follow His pace of it. And he's going to take us where He needs us to go as we read His Word, um, and so it's really just that like, what is our posture? Are we approaching the Bible? to know him, to seek his faith. Mm-hmm. Because when we do that, it's then that, oh, he's right here mm-hmm. with us. He, yep. and, and we just get that. Um, there, there's not this pressure of, you know, I need to, you know, figure out what verse is going to apply to me today. And I think it's, it's leaving that approach and kind of putting that to rest and really approaching God's word as, as a place to encounter him as a place to get to know him. And, um, it's just this, it's, and that's why I say it's just relentlessly Mm -hmm. pursuing him. It's just that day in and day out pursuit.
0: Yeah. I read something on Instagram the other day. I don't even remember who posted it. Um, but it, it said when, when we approach the word of God, um, instead of asking, what does this mean for me? Try asking, what does this mean? just what does this mean? And that has been um that stance that you're that you're talking about has been pivotal for me. And I think that um one of the things that I've really um had to prioritize in my own Bible studying and devotional time is is giving myself time. I'm going through this right now where my kids are having horrible sleep, like they're not sleeping well and we're, you know, I'm not waking up early like I used to. And I, I think that one thing that we have to remember is in busy seasons or, um, seasons like, like this that are, can maybe unpredictable. Like it is important to allot yourself time when you go to study the Bible. Like, so if we're creatures of habit, so we don't like to change our routine, you know, so if your routine is, I read my Bible in the morning, like, which I would recommend. And there are seasons of my life where that works, but there are also seasons of my life where that my brain is not really awake in the morning because I've only had five hours of, you know, I've only had four hours of sleep, whatever, you know? And so I would say, take some time to like, what time of day really is the best time for me? Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. it, I think that it's important to meet with Jesus every morning before we do anything else, but that could be a quick devotional on your phone but the time that you take to study the Bible needs to be like give yourself some time and then go and say so for me right now i'm I'm going actually after the kids go to bed is the best time for me at the end of yeah. the day because that's yeah. when I have unlimited time and the other mm-hmm. just the other night I was reading in Nehemiah which like Nehemiah you know it's it's Nehemiah like it's not anything super grand and like you know it's not like reading in like first or second corinthians it's like oh my gosh this and that and this like you really have to dig to find the stuff in in the old testament and Mm -hmm. and I'm like I had given myself time in the evening and I'm like my pages were like my my Bible margins were like completely filled with thoughts because I A gave myself time and B approached it with a prayer of God, I don't care what this means for me. I just want to know what it means. Like, just show me what it means. Just reveal yourself to me. And it's like, my brain was like, like I didn't want to go to sleep. Cause I was like, God, yeah. you just like rocked my world in Nehemiah. <laughs> and so, so yeah, I love, I love that, that stance of just like, just what does it mean? Like, I just want to know God. I don't, I'm not worried right now about how to solve my life problem. And I think it, it, like you said, in our culture and in our society, we want the quick fix. We want the, the fast thing, but a relationship with Jesus is not a quick fix. It's not a fast thing. It is time and time again, meeting with him daily and, and opening up ourselves to him. And like, it's not going to be like a five-step process. And I think we mm-hmm. have to like lose that mindset of, trying to like, just go to the Bible when we need something, you know?
1: Yeah. 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 A hundred percent. I mean, I am definitely one to say, you know, obviously starting, starting our day, you know, in prayer and in, in the word. Um, and like you said, there are going to be seasons where that works and there are going to be seasons, you know, that we can't spend as much time. Uh, I mean, if I had it my way, I could sit here and study for hours and hours and hours. And I think one of the things that, um, just in, 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 general, you know, we think of quiet time. And I do think it's important to have that one on one time with him. Right. And so whatever that looks like, where whatever time of day that can be for you, um, I think is really important. But I also think, you know, something, you know, there are little things that we can do throughout Absolutely, our day. Yeah. Um and I think, you know, if whether you know, if you have friends or children or whatever you're wherever you are, you know, whatever season you mm-hmm. are in life, um, you know, if you're at a coffee shop and you're working with friends or you're you know, sitting somewhere with, with other people and, you know, everybody's kind of working on their own thing, you know, that could be a great opportunity for you to pull out your Bible and it doesn't have to be quiet. It doesn't have to be this, um, you know, this designated yeah. alone in know, a closet. Time. When you're, yeah. yeah. I think that that's important. And I do like, I value and I honor, and I really hold, hold that space in time with the Lord close to my heart and I prioritize that. Um, but I think it's, you know, I just look at my children and, um, you know, if friends come over or Mm -hmm. your spouse and just seeing you have the Bible or even, you know, writing out a prayer or having a verse somewhere like as you're, you know, folding laundry or, um, you know, whatever it is that you're doing and just, just having it, just having him like Inviting a Lord. Inviting like, him into your you're, space. You're Absolutely. here. You no, it doesn't like yep. it doesn't necessarily you don't sometimes I think we we think, Oh, we can you know, we're only going to invite the Lord into this space this right time now. Day. This Yeah. You know, because we're studying the word. But I think when we can again it comes back to that posture of like inviting the Lord into every single nook and cranny of our day, whatever it looks like, work, school, um, you know, your marriage, everything, uh, that's when he really just you know, this, this life that occupies that mm-hmm. is Christ, it, it flows, like it yeah. flows into all areas of our lives. So. Yeah.
0: That's so good. Yeah. I, I totally agree. I actually have a podcast episode about inviting Jesus into your daily space. I don't remember the number of it, so <laughs> I will put that in the show notes, but, um, cause that is something that I have like, has totally changed my whole life. And especially after becoming a mom, because it was like out of this desperation of like. God, I don't, I don't feel like I have any time, but it's like, God's not asking us to give him 30 minutes, you know, three times a week. He's asking to come and dwell, Mm
1: -hmm. but,
0: and this is something that I always heard growing up, like God is a gentleman. Like he's not going to like force himself into your life. Jesus is not going to be like bust down the door into your life unless you invite him to. So, yeah, I'd love to just dive into like practically how we can study the Bible in a way that makes it come alive to us.
1: Yeah. So, um, I love devotionals. I love commentaries, Mm -hmm. all of those things. Um, but here's here's something that I will say and it might be like an unpopular opinion and look I, I, write stuff, <laughs> I, I write stuff I write devotionals I write I I pray that as I am writing online or just getting to speak that um, you know God is going to work and do something in and through me to really bring whoever's reading or listening to Jesus right not to me to Jesus Um, and so one of the things that has just really kind of just really helped me, I think, in my, in this daily pursuit, um, is those things are good. And I think that we should absolutely have them mm-hmm. as tools and yeah. things. But scripture, mm-hmm. the word interpret, like, it tells us everything yep. we need to know in itself. And so, um, I, you know, Years and years and years ago, um, you know, I would, you know, you would, you wake up, you read a devotional, you get one or two verses and you read what somebody else thinks. And then, and then you're like, oh, okay, I guess, you know, I agree or, you know, whatever it looks like. And again, those things are great. I just, for me personally, and if I were to, you know, to, to share my insight with anybody, it would be that scripture, scripture Mm -hmm. is scripture. And, and you use that first. Um, because I think when we can say, you know, Holy spirit, you know, the Holy spirit will speak the, the, the Bible to you, right? Like he will, he will just guide you there. You know, I've read things two years ago and I read them today and I get a totally different yeah, Lord has absolutely. like led me yeah. in a totally different direction on something. And I'm like, oh, wow, you just brought this to life. And I didn't think about that two years ago when I read it. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I would say one of the first things is as we read scripture, understanding that the whole, it, it's not just a snippet. It's the whole Bible is mm-hmm. one whole story, right? It's one whole story of redemption. And so we see Jesus in the beginning uh, of Genesis and we see him all the way to the end of revelation. And so um, as we approach scripture to understand that um, for me, my approach has really been, and something that I am very passionate about and I love it is, really just this word by word, verse by verse. And Mm -hmm. so, um, sometimes, uh, you know, I'm in literally a couple verses for a long time and I just, it's not this rush. And I think, Mm -hmm. you know, obviously if you, I think absolutely, if you can read the Bible in a year and do a two-year plan or however that looks, I think it's very important because like I said, to understand the whole story as one is very important. And I, and I highly, highly suggest, doing that. And then, but, but as I have just been reading the Bible, um, being able to look at a verse and for me, I find it fascinating to just see that, you know, one verse that might be in Hebrews, like, um, we're going to look at Hebrews. Um, that verse has so many different Mm -hmm. places throughout the Bible. And, and what does, you know, for me, I, it's really, fun it's just been fun to be able to say hey there's this word well what does that word mean and then when we understand the hebrew or greek definition of that word then yeah. we're like, oh, now this whole verse makes so much more sense. Yeah, yeah. And, the, and, the, and the really neat part is that the Lord is speaking to you mm-hmm. and, and we're not looking at commentary and we're not, and all those things are great. And definitely as I message prep and write and do things like that, I will use those different tools. Um, but I think the first place to start, a lot of times it's really easy for us to just pick up a tool like a devotional mm-hmm. or a commentary and read what somebody else says. But I just, I want to just invite you, uh, whoever is listening to just let scripture interpret itself to you, let him speak to you, um, and, and, and just see what happens. Yeah. Just see yeah. what happens. Um, yeah. because it, I it totally lot. Yeah.
0: And I think devotionals can be a really great starting place. Like if you've never, if you've never practiced, you know,
1: daily yeah. reading your yep. Bible,
0: like that's a really great place to start. Yeah. Um, But if you are listening and you find yourself feeling like unfulfilled by that, that that's the Holy Spirit prompting you to like, let's take this further. Like, I want to reveal myself to you. Let's take this further. So that's what, that's why we're here today is we want to help you take it
1: further. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Should we dive in? (laughs) Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So we're just going to look at, so Hebrews 20 or sorry, Hebrews 10 verse 23 Um, And I'll just read it. So I am reading out of the ESV translation. So it says, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering for he who promised is faithful. And so as you first kind of approach that and you see that, you know, obviously, again, as you start to read a book, another thing I would say is if you're going to read a book of the Bible, I would not just jump around. And obviously we're doing that today for time's sake. We're not going to go through the whole book of either, <laughs> but to understand, I think it's really important. Who, who wrote this? Who are they <laughs> writing to? Who's the author? Who are they their audience? Um, what is going on yeah. in this time period as you're reading? So those things are all very important before you begin reading a book. And so I always say, whichever book you're going to start, get the context, the background, the information, um, from you know what that book is about um and then dive in because I think it puts it into you know putting that context in helps you to understand what is going on and so in this verse so you know something that I would do so if I was just sitting down and you know we're just gonna read through so let us hold fast to the confession of our hope and so um and really, using scripture, and so in most bibles you 'll have a place where they have little numbers or mm-hmm. letters above certain words and so if you look at um, a certain word or if it has a, some Bibles have numbers some Bibles have letters, yeah. and you can look in your margins or sometimes it 's down at the bottom, and it will tell you a different verse to go to to find the definition mm-hmm. and so just as I was kind of unpacking this um, it, what you will have to do. And I'm going to talk to you today about what stuck out to me. And so you would just do the exact same thing for whatever, whatever you felt the Lord, like you, you'll see as you're reading, like he might, he literally might keep your eyes fixed on one word. Yeah. And so for me, um, when I read it, it said, let us hold fast. And that word of holding fast just stuck out to me. So I underlined it and um, and then I, d- I dug a little bit deeper. And when we look at the phrase, let us hold fast, it means to bind to, right? So to hold fast is to be rooted and grounded, established in truth. And so you I literally, you can Google a definition. Yeah. And then something that I like to do is Google, you know, Hebrew definition or Greek definition of like, for instance, hold fast, the mm-hmm. phrase hold fast. And you get this long list. Um, one of the tools that I love to use is Bible Hub. You literally can just plug in the verse and it will show you each word and it'll give you the Greek or the Hebrew um, word and definition. And so that just to understand, it's saying, let us hold fast. Let us bind to, let us be rooted in. So mm-hmm. we get to, so we hold fast to the confession. And so the word confession stuck out to me. And so it means to profess. And so when we are, when we are rooted, when we are established in truth, okay, not only are we confessing it, but we're, we're professing it. Mm-hmm. We are declaring yes. it. Um, and it says the confession of our hope. Well, what is hope? He is our hope. Hope is confidence. Hope is our hope is an expectation Mm -hmm. in Christ. And so just even like in this simple little (laughs) few words, let us hold fast to the confession of our hope. Let us bind to, right? So we're going to be so firm and established so that we're professing, we are sharing, we are telling of this, this hope we're having, we're saying, this is the confidence that we get to have in the Lord. And so, and then the, the second part is without wavering, this just like shook me when I read it because I'm like, okay, how many times are we, um, you know, on this like unsteady ground? Our lives are, mm-hmm. dude, our lives are not perfect. They are not supposed to look perfect. He is the only perfect person um, and uh, he's the only perfect one, right? Mm-hmm. He is. And so without wavering, I'm like, okay. I'm convicted here because I, I have this unsteady ground, no matter what it looks like. And we, he, he is telling us, hold fast to the confession of your hope without wavering, right? So when we don't waver, we are firmly, there's no, the only thing that we have to be firm in is him anything else around us. And so I just got this visual and honestly on the, you know, if if you are somebody who writes in your Bible, just write, like sometimes when, when something hits you that you're reading it without wavering, well, well, what am I wavering in? And so sometimes even when you look at a word in the Bible, you you can like turn into a question. And so I'm like, is there anything in my life right now that I am really, you know, wavering on? What, Mm -hmm. what am I not being firm in? Am I, am I, am I firm in him, even though X, Y, and Z is going on around me? And so the, and the last word here, um, that says faithful. So, and, and that just, as we look a little bit deeper into that word, um, faithful and understanding like what What does that mean? And understanding that he who promised is faithful. So we're getting a character of God, right? He, it's telling us that he is faithful. Um, He who promised is faithful. And so just kind of, kind of zooming really what, what this, what I love to do is you kind of like zoom in and then you kind of can zoom back out. And so we understand, and we just kind of look back at this, the verse almost as like a whole, right? And so it says, let us hold fast. So as we talked about, let us, let us be rooted, let us be grounded and established in truth right? And so that's what that first part was. Let us hold fast to the confession. So the confession of our hope, as we are professing this confidence, this hope that we have in the Lord without wavering. And and it really is telling us here, we can do these things without wavering. So we can hold fast. Mm -hmm. We can profess, we can confess our hope in the Lord without wavering because of who he is because of him who is faithful. And so just in this, this verse 23, right. (laughs) He it's literally telling us um, that we can do these things, not because of anything about ourselves, but because of him, who he, it says he, who was um, faithful, That's who promised us. Right. And so we get to, we can, we can hold fast, um, in our lives to him. Um, we don't have to waver and, and we can do this. We can live from that place um, through the, through the one who has promised us that no matter what he's going to be faithful, faithful. And so as I've just been reading and I've been, um, in Hebrews for a while, and I was like, as I was praying, okay, I really want to share this verse and and just dig a little bit deeper in it with, you know, with us today, because I think it's just such a powerful, just a powerful verse to understand. And, and, it and, and it just, was really mind blowing to me because it tells us like it, it tells us what he is asking of us and how, how we can hold fast, um, without wavering, because I think it's easy. So, you know, it's easy for us to, to want to waver, to, to want to, to not live a life that's fully yielded, but, but it's telling us right here, we can, we can hold fast without wavering because, of the one who promised that he's faithful. Yeah. And um as you read on if you know if you whether you're in Hebrews now or you you know read it whenever um as you read on in and, and chapter 11 and it's it's titled mm-hmm. by faith and and it's just powerful because it tells us in this verse in 23 he who promises is faithful and then all of chapter 11 if you go on to read chapter 11 is it literally called it says yeah. by faith Mm-hmm. And so I love these snippets of, um, in, in verses, verses three and all the way through verse really 11. And it just tells you all the different people throughout yep. the Bible and how they lived by, by faith. faith. Yeah, so And good. so that connection of, of seeing, you know, by faith and now faith is the assurance of things hoped for. And so it's yeah. just really just this, this short verse is just like it just seeps through the rest of the mm-hmm. chapter and the rest yep. of the book and it's just really um just really powerful
0: mm, yeah that's so true and i i love i love that so much and you've just given us so much great practical and tangible and implementable wisdom today and I can't thank you enough and I know I'm better and I'm sure everyone that's listening is better because you came and just shared your heart with us today. So thank you so much, Jennifer, for agreeing to come on the show and share um, just some really easy tips for how to um, study the Bible in a way that really makes it come alive. We're so thankful and um, it was so much fun getting to chat with you today. You all know that when it comes to self-care, Taking care of myself in ways that are really beneficial for my health and going to benefit me long-term and not just give me a momentary feeling of satisfaction is really important to me. And one of my favorite ways to do that is with a great skincare routine. I've been using Primally Pure for the past few months, and it's safe to say that I am obsessed Primally Pure is completely clean and non-toxic and is hands down one of my favorite brands. My skin is noticeably brighter and clearer and just more glowy than it has been in a long time. One of the things I really love about Primary Pure is that you can take a skin quiz that will match you up with the best place to start for your unique skincare needs. You can head to jennagriffith.co slash Primally Pure to see all of my faves and use the code Jenna10 to save 10% on your first purchase. That's jennagriffith.co slash Primally Pure and code Jenna10 to save 10% on your first purchase. I love, love, love Primally Pure and I know that you will too. If this episode meant something to you, could you do me a favor real quick? could you take a minute to screenshot what you're listening to, share it to your Instagram stories, and tag me. This helps me stay energized and encouraged and also helps me connect and chat with you, which is my absolute favorite thing to do. Plus, it's a great way for me to know what you are loving and wanting more of. Praying joy unspeakable over you today and always. And in the meantime, I will see you over on Instagram.